my girl. Hey. 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 Guess what? 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 I'm back. <laughs> We're Ooh, back together. Back. Ooh. The girl boss from Mexico is back. I read. I listened <laughs> to you guys by yourself. Yay. It was the cutest thing I could ever stand. And the way you guys were saying, mom's girl bossing in Mexico. And I was feeling very proud of myself you were girl Yay. you felt girl bossed i felt girl boss yeah um, i felt like i was doing something that was worthy of the two of you because you guys are uh, such girl bosses in your life i can't take it wow <laughs> girl boss trio. i pale in comparison this is like the mutual admiration society okay bnn B welcome N back N to the near the end oh. of gabby and rachel's love journey. I'm going to be honest. Yeah. This has been what? one of my favorite seasons to record BNN for. I don't know why. why. I just feel like it's been so much fun. Like every, like I just always, Aww. it's so funny. Like the whole, I think it's like funny that we're like experiencing for the first time the like double batch thing. Mm. And I just love it. And do you love that we're using Squadcast uh, for our yes. podcasting that we are now in three separate locations and it feels very pro? Yeah, I am indeed happy about that. <laughs> yes, indeed. Yes, yes. Anyway, okay, welcome back to everyone. I don't know. I feel like you guys got really good download numbers last week, just to let you know. Oh, and I think right. people really liked the Claire and Phoebe session. That's but right. the mother is back, and we will be um, sharing some generational tidbits. And that's it. This is Bachelor Nation newbies. And if you're joining us for the first time, which you're not, we're a mom and two daughters, and we got introduced to the Bachelor Nation phenomenon during the pandemic. We started a podcast, and we cannot stop. We are addicted with our own podcast chat. We are. We and I'm the mother. <laughs> I'm Claire, and I'm 20. I'm Phoebe. I'm 18. And, we're and the girls are in college. We are the sisterhood. We are the <laughs> We are the, we are the perfect Nation example newbies. of the sisterhood. And I have to share that I am going to a Taylor Swift night tonight um, under, it's called a, a Million Dreams Party Open the Under, Under the Open Stars or something, something like what? that um, about, and we all are going to listen to Taylor Swift um, on a sky deck and low key party. So that's one of my plans for tonight. Interesting. Okay, so you know what cool. That means she's going to be doing Claire. What? I remember Guess what song it she's all be too well. Oh, well. I walked through the door with you. Um, we'll see if they put it on the cold. cold. And somebody <laughs> fell in love. Okay. It felt like home. Jake. Okay. Um, <laughs> let's get it rolling. I'm so ready to talk about this first part of the finale. No, what you, oh, but what are you yeah. doing tonight, Claire? What? I have to talk. You I'm just homework. It's boring. Oh. I thought you were doing rehearsal tonight. Uh-uh. Not on Fridays, thank God. And I need to catch up on a lot, a lot, a lot of work. Okay, the only well, reason I, I shared what homework, I was but... doing was because I have to get rolling. <laughs> okay, gotcha, gotcha. Oh, not to just chit-chat yeah, about what no. we're But Claire is wearing a silk dress for homework, and she looks damn good. Uh, well, that she it was for today. Swift. I'm probably going to take it off take it and off put something else on for homework. Cozies, cozies okay, for homework. got it. Got it, got it. Okay. okay, well, let's talk about this week. And I just want to tell you that what I did, because I could not watch last um, week's episodes in Mexico, it could not happen. So I came home, and I think you guys know I had a little surgery on Monday. I had a little female surgery that where they had to put <coughs> me out. And I came home, 
laid my ass on the couch and I bacheloretted it all day long. I mean, Woo! it's my dream. It's my dream for I'm like tearing up. I've never done it. that in my life. I've never it was like six hours of bachelorette. It was the weirdest. Oh no, uh-uh. not six, because the next Four. one was Tuesday night. It was four because I was thinking yeah. it was Monday night, but no, it was. And not then with commercials, you probably was more probably more like three. Yeah, that's true. That's true. But I just let the commercials go because I was so out of it. So it was really okay. Cool. Oh, okay, got it. <laughs> anyway, so I'm a little confused, honestly, with the anesthesia and everything else. I'm a little confused about what happened last week and what happened this week because I didn't get to talk to you guys about the last week. Yeah. Thing. So okay. you guys better start with what happened this week. Okay, it started well, with Gabby and – I mean, with Rachel and Zach's situation, right? Or Well, it, yes. Well, it started that we were live and Jesse Palmer was there and we were live. And Oh, oh yeah. It's and the first there was the right? We were not live last week. No, it's not the first after the final rose. Oh, not after, but live finale, basically. It's yeah. These the live, live finales finale. are so confusing. So wait a minute. Yeah, was it are. last week that they did the cliffhanger where Jesse was standing on a stage going, "Okay, we're gonna have to yeah. come back and see what happens next week." He That's was like, "We need to like week. give ourselves a week to like really like like calm down before we see the shock. Prepare for what? Yeah, prepare is gonna happen. Gonna happen. Okay, because it was the rose ceremony mm-hmm. yes. where basically Zach said, "Can I talk to you?" Yep. So that's how we started with Zach talking to Rachel. Pretty much. Pretty much. Um, Yeah. And so, and he took her out to the forest and then he left and then she wandered around in the forest for a while by herself. And I was like, (laughs) what is she doing? Um, And I loved the voiceover because she was like, honestly, this is so sad. (laughs) I know. (laughs) I was genuinely confused. If I'm being frank, I was like, which um I don't know where I was going with that um if I was being honest um I was like kind of like it kind of came out of nowhere but I was like I mean I guess it was just like they realized they weren't right for each other but I was confused on like if Rachel felt the same way or if like it was just a Zach thing because then when Zach said goodbye Rachel kind of seemed like dead in the eyes and can we just talk about how the entire finale Rachel was straight up like like she looks so unhappy like she is like Sitting there, like, you, like oh, her yeah, face. Yeah, sitting in the little corner, yeah, the little yeah. corner watching of her. She looks like sad. She looks unhappy during what? The whole during episode. The whole episode. When oh. they were showing her reaction of watching herself on the yeah. playback, where they would do that little oh, thing in the bottom yeah. of the screen, where she That's was just true. like, she was literally like just dead in the eyes. I was like, I hope she's okay because I, yeah, she, she was like, does not look happy. She was like watching it, like feeling bad for herself. I think. I, yeah. Which honestly, so, I feel but, like but, a lot of people do. Like they're just like, damn. Like I went through that. Yes, <laughs> like, no, exactly. it must be such a surreal out of body experience. So, what do you think about Rachel and Zach's disconnect? Was it because you guys started? We all started becoming kind of fans of them. Yeah, I thought that he was um, really nice, and I feel like yeah, like we talked about um, him bringing out like a different side of Rachel that like we hadn't really seen with anyone else. And they were both just, like, respectful. And I feel like they had very similar family and family values. Family yeah. values. Values. Um, yeah. So I I feel like they made sense. But I do understand if there was something missing. But also, yeah, it was just really jarring and, like, sudden. Like, how obviously that happened. But fantasy suites can change everything, man. 
I know, but what was, what, what, why was it so awkward? And like, how does it be that you're like sitting at a bar having tequila and Zach doing that high pitched <laughs> voice? I was that literally was like, most end shocking game, thing. End game. I've never, he was just like, how about this? What does this sound like? I was like, what's happening? Like, Is this how do you, for you? Monta, yes, exactly. Monta, she was like hallucinating from the surgery. I did. I was like, what's happening? And so they go from that. That is like oh, goals, and right? And his sweaty bag. His you... sweaty bag was day goals too. Oh god, the sweaty bag. Okay, the sweat in Mexico. I'm sorry. <laughs> Do not send the bachelorette. I mean, the bachelorette men to Mexico. So I have to look at their freaking yeah. back sweat. I can't and pit sweat. Everything. Mm-hmm. Tino is dripping, like literally. Dripping. I feel like maybe Why? he has like a sweat with... disorder, so I feel bad no, like saying anything. I have trouble with. I don't sweat. think it would be I called a trouble. disorder. <laughs> No, people do have sweat disorders. No, I do not think that's the definition of Maybe disorder. Maybe it's not called disorder, but like... <laughs> but sweat problems. <laughs> yeah, sweat problems. So I feel bad, but, but... But I mean, honestly, I think we may have touched on this before, but I have real issues with extreme sweat. I feel like you have an, an issue with like extreme hair too, right? Just like... I do, both. Hairy, sweaty, like you're just okay. like anti-like man. <laughs> oh, well, no. I'm sorry... No, I don't think that. No, I think mom's talking about herself. Like she has a sweat problem herself. No, I don't. I don't sweat at all. <laughs> oh, I thought that's what you were saying. I was like, Aw. no, no, no. I'm saying I have problems with people who sweat a lot. Oh God! Like it that's kind of such a me mean out. thing to like hold against somebody. I don't. I'm not holding it against anyone. <laughs> I'm saying that there's something about Uh-oh. me when I see the sweat, like a lot of sweat. I'm just kind of like, I don't know. It's just not a thing. Well, who, who is well, actually, it, who likes that? Like, who is like, yeah. mm, sweat? I think, like, oh, you're like, sweat I think from, like that's... you're like sweaty at Disneyland. Like, you're like been walking around all day and like you're sweaty. Like, I like that. Sweaty, sweaty <laughs> at Disneyland. I like Disneyland sweat. But if it's Ew. not Disneyland sweat, I don't like it. No, but I'm just saying it's fine. But I'm just saying I don't like to fixate. And I have a tendency if you're sweat sweat stains or sweat look on shirts i kind of like i don't love it yeah i i mean it would probably be nicer of them if uh they would take them to another place that wasn't so hot and also when tina was dripping he was like totally wearing like a whole suit because they made them wear suits for the rose ceremony and i was like that's kind of unnecessary because we're in this like random like cottage in the middle of the woods like why do you need to be wearing a suit right now yeah like who cares and he was just sopping his face with the handkerchief it was so bad but this is my question to you girls what went wrong with zach and rachel like what went something was missing Rachel I feel like was missing and honestly I believed her because the entire time I was like why isn't she crazy about Zach they make so much sense on paper yeah but paper doesn't always translate to real life and she felt like something was missing and maybe it was the passion maybe it was the excitement if maybe she it felt was like something else she was she's feeling Tino she's feeling lusty for him I know that's what I mean. She's getting all worked up in the t- in the lust. Yeah, and I don't she wants love a proposal. It, but... And let's even talk. No, about that. guys, I, mean, I don't want to. I don't want to blame Rachel for wanting what she wants, Mom. I don't want to be like, oh, she's just lusty. Like, I feel like she does want a family. Mm. I do think that. I don't think we should like put her down to that. Okay, um, you're right. You're right. But, you're right. um, but I think that. 
I was a little confused because it, it seemed like Zach was like, I think because we didn't know exactly what was going on in fantasy suites at, fantasy suites at first, I was like, it was like Zach. I thought Zach was the one who like didn't want her anymore and she really still wanted him. But then it's like, it was mutual, but like it was still had to be weird. Like I was confused on like, it was just a bit awkward and like to know that like, they were on totally different sides, kind of. Like, I feel like they both think the other one did them dirty a little bit. Really? Because then Zach, was like, but Zach was like, no. Rachel, Rachel, like, was just totally, like, a different version of herself. Not, like, did him dirty, but, like, just, like, so different than he anticipated. And then she was, like, upset that he, like, right? But then when he they... came on and they both apologized to each other, like, Oh, profusely. no, now they, no, yeah, now they, now everything's fine. I was just saying in the beginning, it seemed like they were on different oh. pages, which is probably why they had to, like, completely didn't different work out. Pages. Like, they didn't, yeah. But also, but he was, like, like I, I mean, just... I get what he was saying. It's, like, the disappointment, like, he thought he like when you have an idea of something and then it like changes it can be like well when unsettling. you get to know when you get to know somebody and you think you know them and then suddenly like they're totally different once the cameras go away like i feel like that could be a bit jarring but also no, i feel like jarring. i've heard i mean we haven't seen a lot of seasons where this has happened because we're still fairly new to the whole franchise but i feel like we've heard a lot of um cases where the bachelor slash bachelorette falls for the exciting person mm-hmm, rather than yeah. the stable person. For sure. Oh, and Jason and Melissa turned Molly. That, that's what I about to. That's that's what I about to say. <laughs> that's what I was about to say. Like I was about to make that exact <laughs> comparison because he was like, she was exciting. She was making me feel more things in the moment. Mm, like mm. feel more, and so like. I don't, when I say lust, I don't really mean necessarily like lust is like the only reason why, but I just feel like maybe excitement is the best word. Like, I don't know. They feel like a, like, like a new toy or something. I don't know. It feels like that rather than like, oh, who's someone who's comforting and stable, like for the rest of my life type thing. And I feel like Rachel was feeling like Zach was that comfort, stability, but then Tina was more exciting. I don't know. And it's like, why do none of them have both? I mean, Avon had both. (laughs) King. Um, But, wait, can you hear me? Well, you got so loud all the time. Yeah, you got really loud. Oh, that's really loud. Like, you're kind of reverberating. Yeah, you're, like, really loud. Okay. Maybe turn it down a little. Okay, whisper. The volume? Uh, that volume? Like, what? No, no, no. do anything for you. Um, just, I was just saying, like, I feel Oh, like- my God, you're hurting my ears. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> okay, Mom, say what you were going to say. Well, what I was going to say is I was just wondering if you guys have ever had this sort of feeling, like, where you're just feeling super disconnected from someone that you don't think that you're disconnected with and how weird that feels. Like I was thinking like, here's Rachel and Zach having all these fun interactions, but the way they made it sound without the cameras, like Zach was making it sound like it was so painful to be behind those closed doors. Yeah, they were like, it was tough. It was tough. And the night was just going on and they were forcing (laughs) themselves to just like be together and everything. And I was just thinking like, have you guys ever had that kind of experience where someone you're with or whatever you just have like a really off day and you're not relating and it all feels really weird or not really what i don't understand the question i do i do understand and i feel the same way it's like with 
with the person that I was dating, um, um, I feel like if there was ever like an off day, um, it would be like super off-putting and very like scary because you're like, um, are we having an off day? Or are we about to break up? Like, it's kind of like that feeling. So maybe that was like, they were on mm. the verge of like death and they were like, how do we deal with this? Death. In the fantasy suites? Wow. Yes. I am at 157 decibels. That's crazy. See, I'm, I'm learning yeah, about this in class. Down. No, I don't know how to control it. But um, I'm learning about this in class, so that's how I know that it's a lot. Yeah, good. It's too much. You have to turn it down. I'm I know. It's so too. random. No, you're fine. Turn it down, Mom. I don't know how I'm supposed to turn it down. <laughs> Fascinating. Okay, but anyway, all right, so Phoebe, you do understand that. That's what I'm saying, Claire. Could it have just been an off moment as opposed to we need to break up? Like every well, couple I, has no. moments where you just sort of look at each other like, what the hell, like an off day like could they yeah just but she said moment but she said she felt a missing piece with him and i kind of believed her because it wasn't just that day it was like the entire time leading up to it i was like why doesn't she seem as into him as i expect that she yeah. would be mm-hmm. um now we're all now i'm all ta- we're all talking quieter because of phoebe but really i think it's fine I mean, okay. oh, but I also wrote this down about Phoebe, like you saying that they were kind of like blaming it on each other. I said her emotions about the situation were coming out as anger towards him mm. when really she was the one saying that she couldn't get there with him. And she acted like she, she didn't care when he left and then went to the other guys like after and she kind of blamed him for claiming that he yeah. cared about her and then leaving like she was like um it's really disturbing when someone claims they care about me and then just leave like you know what i mean but yeah. really she, she i think i think she was yeah i think she was just and she was the one who said she felt a missing piece with him so it's like i feel like she was just like upset about the situation because she knew he was a great guy but then it just kind of started coming out as like anger towards him and I think he kind of felt the same way where it's like they weren't really mad at each other they were mad at the situation and just kind of like trying to put blame towards something because people just like to do that like find a reason to be angry you know um but you know then they they came together and they were like I'm so sorry like I didn't know I made you feel that way but then the other one was like oh my god don't apologize at all like because they just didn't feel that way anymore because they weren't angry at each other really like deep down they weren't yeah, no, that was a sweet. I mean, listen, it was a good moment. Zach was never sure. my favorite. He reminds me of like a marionette or something, <gasps> like a puppet. Oh my like, god, he just sort of has like a look, like uh, you know, like that kind of thing. Kind of accurate. Like though. he's controlled by strings. Um, but honestly, he really grew on me, and I liked him a no, lot. I really and I just feel him. like in the end, whatever. But I got to be honest, I'm not really a huge fan of Rachel. I'm sorry. Oh. I don't like Tino. Awkward. Yeah, I don't like Tino either. I, I don't mean to be mean against anyone, but I, the only one I like is Avon. And she dumped him because he wasn't ready to propose. The thing is Let's this. Let's dive into Avon. These yeah. guys, these Should guys know they're going yeah, they're on right. a show. They know they're going on a show to propose, yeah. right? Yeah. But then shit gets real. And they actually start caring for someone. And then their reality comes in, their real self, especially after they meet the parents. 
after yeah. they re-engage with their families, the guys are like, huh, I talked to my mommy and my mommy <laughs> is making me feel normal, like my regular boy self. And, um, boy self. and so, and so basically they're like, listen, it makes no freaking sense to propose to this girl that I've known for six weeks. Like that's how they're feeling. And it comes, the reality comes in. And then he says this completely sensical thing, which is let's figure this out. Is this engagement really what we want? Is it the real thing? I want to leave with you, but I'm not sure about the engagement. And then she freaks out. And it's like, I think she was freaking out without war. She was, it was unwarranted. That's my, yeah. I I know that I'm so loud, right? It's like yeah, I'll just try to turn you. I'll turn you down and post. Okay, it's like expectation, like versus reality. Like she, I think she expected to go in and get engaged. So now that like she's so set on that idea, I think it's really hard mm-hmm. for her to like let go and think like, wait, I can get engaged eventually to this person, just not right now. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I said, I said this note, and I feel like it makes sense. I feel like Rachel walking away from it shows more lack of commitment than even saying i want i don't want to get i might not want to get married right now but i want to be with get you engaged like yeah or get engaged mm-hmm. yeah but i want to be with you forever like i feel mm-hmm. like her saying like well this is and obviously like i respect like your choice. i agree like, if, you, if you wanted to get engaged like right now like which clearly she does like i respect that it's just like if you're like it doesn't I don't think Avon was the one who is not committed to the relationship by saying that or like yeah. was lying or trying to be deceitful and like I saw how reg- regretful he was and it's just like hard because like the way he dealt with it too like in the live thing like he was being so like sweet and like so like apologetic mm-hmm. for his part in it. and just like in general like I feel like he's perfect and I think they should have gotten engaged and like, waited to get married for however many years they want like I don't know yeah like, you guys yeah I go- what do you think i just wanted to say that um i it's similar to what phoebe just said but i did write um rachel is really caught up in the idea of being engaged seems like she doesn't care who it's with as long as she comes out engaged because she kept saying i'm not gonna leave here if i'm not engaged i'm not gonna leave here if i'm not engaged you know what i mean and and her friend said that too they said oh she wanted to leave here engaged i'm like okay well if you just if you found your lifelong partner like doesn't it not matter like if you're coming out engaged like who cares about a ring like i don't know i feel like people who really are with somebody that they really love like they don't care like i mean they want to make it official by like getting married and whatever but they don't care about the ring like they're not like i feel like i I definitely agree and i feel like the idea of an engagement is just a sort of like a way to control not being hurt again and being heartbroken again. Like, oh, if we end engaged, then that means that I have found my love and like I won't, um, I won't end up being heartbroken again. And it's true, like I'll be in a relationship when in reality you can't stop those things from happening. Like, you can't control if you end up heartbroken or not. Like, either way if you're engaged, that's not going to stop you from breaking off the engagement if it doesn't work out. So it's like, there, it, there's yeah. no, I feel like it's like a way that she wants to like say, I will definitely get married. I will definitely be there. But in reality, it might, you might get there easier if you just don't get engaged right now. And like, right. Date, you know, yeah. you guys, yes. I mean, think about it out of all the recent couples, what is the, who is the one couple that is still together? Tell Matt me who. Rachel and Susie and Clayton. Did they, and what happened with Matt and Rachel at the end? What happened? 
they they've were... decided to date. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, and I mean, everyone it's like knows it's not that. the I end mean, of the world. I, I think, think that the Bachelor yeah. has put this pressure, or yeah. Rachel has this pressure. Anyway, what were you gonna say, Claire? No, yeah, I was gonna say I think this whole time we've made that comment that she's been really caught up in the idea of the Bachelorette and the idea of everything that it's like she kind of is having trouble going with the flow and taking it as it comes. She's just like, I'm finding my fiance, I'm coming back engaged. Rather than I'm finding the person that I want to spend the rest of my life with and I'm going to see what they want and consider what they want and we can compromise and we can talk it out because it's like really like, in my opinion, if you do love someone that much, then you respect their pacing and how they, and like what they want to do. Like, Really, because if you want to spend the rest of your life with someone, then they're worth waiting. I mean, you met them two months ago. Totally. I just think that I think what you said is exactly right, which is Rachel is kind of giving me the classic example of fixated on an idea of something Mm -hmm. instead of what is. Mm -hmm. And life, as I know from listening to my spiritual guru last night who came to L.A. to speak, Eckhart Tolle, who I love, The Power of Now. You guys should read the book, all about being present and whatever. It's just that we get so caught up in these in these things. Like, it's like, I don't know, he said this quote, like, don't let the world tell you whether or not you're a success. And it's kind of like Rachel has this thing, like, if I don't get a proposal, this whole experience My journey is not failed. successful. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Instead of being in the moment of, I actually have a man, incredible man, Avon. I'm sorry. I'm like Phoebes. I'm a big fan uh-huh. who actually wants to be with you. And you're just like, you're not ready for proposal. You dissed me. You've lied to me. Goodbye. Like it's, yeah, it's crazy. I, I will say though, like I, like it's hard for me to really pick sides or whatever on this whole situation, because I did understand what she was saying. Like if Avon had told her in the fantasy suites, like I am 100% ready for an engagement, then it does kind of come out of nowhere. And she only heard that he wasn't ready from her friends, like not even directly from him. And then she had to question him about it for him to even tell her. So I totally understand that frustration. Like because she was expecting to go in and she was speaking so highly of him. She was so excited. And then now she feels like not only has he let her down, he's let her entire family and friends down. And that right. is a huge like thing to and think, I like which maybe. also I was just really quickly, which mm-hmm. also, rem- which always also um kind of, makes me think about the expectations we have for our partner when they meet our friends and family for the first time, because I was just listening to a podcast, Kelsey's podcast, Phoebe. And she was saying like, she was saying like, try and like to give everyone grace, your family, your friends, your partner, yourself, just allow room for everyone to be nervous, allow room for people to maybe not say the perfect things like just it's gonna be awkward it's gonna be nerve-wracking but like you just have to like really give grace to everybody um and try not to have super high expectations for like that first kind of meeting and i feel like rachel really did and she had these really like the expectations that it's just like it's gonna go perfectly smoothly we're both gonna talk to everyone and say the same things about each other which is that i 100 want to be with them and 
whatever. So I think it was a lot of expectation and miscommunication maybe. Yeah, for sure. And that reminds me of a podcast I listened to called the anxious love coach. Um, and what is that about? What it sounds like. Um, (laughs) no, it's just about like, like, um, relationship anxiety and how just if you're feeling like nervous or, I mean, if you're feeling like any doubts, like she's like against the idea that you should just break up with someone if you feel any doubts, like obviously it's different than like a gut instinct or like whatever, but like sometimes like things like influence your relationship that make you feel nervous. Mm-hmm. But society tells you that you're supposed to feel perfectly about your relationship all the time. Yes. So she's very like, just like about that. So mm. um, I, so she like had said something where she was like, we tend to like, when we're bringing our partner into a place where like there's new people or like other people in your life, you tend to like side with the other people and like look at your partner through the eyes of them, which could be like, like critiquing little things or like being extra mm. like, on edge and like looking at everything they're doing and she like encourages yeah. us to like side with our partner like obviously not not like sad there's not like their sides but like be like yes like this is my partner and like i stand by who they are tonight and who like all the little mistakes and what all. they like, say I stand by yeah, yeah yeah and i do think that even didn't i don't think he i think he whatever he said in the fantasy suite i don't think he understood that what he was saying to the friends and family like I mean maybe he did because he said he like didn't get a chance to tell her about like the like um the like development if you will but just like I think he didn't think it was as big of a deal as maybe she did just because he was like he knew that he still wanted to spend his life with her and it's just a shame hearing them talk to Mm. each other like live because they were on the same page and like I mean, different, but, like, same. You know what I mean? They both had the same moral of the story. They wanted to spend their lives together. It just came out in different ways. So it's kind of a shame because they were both sitting there just, like, yeah, I would have, like, I, you. she was, like, you were perfect. And he was, like, I wanted to, like, be with you. And it was just, like, well, this sucks. Like, <laughs> we could have been together. Yeah. Yeah, like, definitely. They, it was just, like, one little trouble and then just, like, snapped everything, which – is I feel like a lot of people get that way at this point in the um, journey. Like, they're just like, oh, my God, if one thing goes wrong, then, I mean, that's it. Like, this is the time to really crack down. So if, if our relationship isn't perfect, it's got to go. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Totally. And, um, yeah. No, no, no. I was just – well, go ahead. I don't want to interrupt. I was just going to say one I thing was, about this. I was going to kind of move on to my to another opinion I have about Avon. So go ahead. Okay, okay. I want to hear that. But let me just say the last thing based on what you guys said, which is it reminds me of another person I listened to whose name is Esther Perel. And she's – I think I've mentioned her before. She's like an incredible uh, couples therapist. And she has she's on Instagram. And you can listen to her with interesting relationship advice. Mm. And I feel like you girls girl should follow her. I can send okay. you her info. Yeah. she's She has very kind of unconventional or just like – she's from Belgium, I think. And she's um, – just a world-renowned couples therapist, but she's got a podcast too. I think it's called Where Should We Begin? But anyway, she was talking about recently on Instagram this week about how we expect our partners to be everything. This, that, like fulfill every little whatever. So when there's this tiny little crack in one of the areas, we think there's this issue and it's just unrealistic expectations, you know? So I just think that Rachel, I feel is a very tightly wound young woman 
I don't think mm-hmm. when you just said Claire giving yourself a lot of grace, I don't think she knows what that means really. Yeah. I don't think she gives herself grace, the men grace, mm-hmm. the process grace. She yeah. has a very clear vision of how this should look. Yeah. And if it does not look that way, something's wrong. And I mm-hmm. think that she is harming herself because of that. Cute fit, Phoebes. What? What <gasps> kind of skirt is that? That's a oh cute my new God, shirt. She what just shirt? Got. What? She oh, that is so it. cute. Oh my God. I love that shirt so much. Wow. Thank you. Phoebe's looks really good and she's going to be out there dancing she's under so the stars cute. with her friends. Um, um, so do you know what I'm saying, Claire? But what were you Yeah, say for Ava? sure. For sure. I feel the same way. Um, I, I, and I, I love Avon, but also I was, um, kind of having trouble with, I guess, just the way that they were communicating with each other. It was like, she was like, he, she wouldn't listen when he would say something. And then when she would say something, he would be like, Oh my God. You know what I mean? Like I wasn't happy with either of them. For sure. Okay. Do you remember that? I do. When they were sitting on the bench. Yeah. Like I remember him being like, Oh my God. God, like just getting angry at her for asking him questions when like, really, I don't think that was called for like, okay, I think that was uncalled for that anger towards her. Because like in those moments, she was just asking questions like she would be like, then why did you say this to me in the fantasy suites when now you're saying something else? And he would be like, oh my God. Like, you know what I mean? I'm just like, just answer the question, you know? Yeah, yeah. You're right. You're right. Also, he was very dramatic. He was dramatic in the way he responded. He was very reactionary yeah. instead yes. of taking yes. it in. He just kind of yes. reacted. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Definitely. And also then on the other hand, he would say something and she would just, in a way, um, not really take it in and try to understand. She would just kind of listen to respond rather than listen to understand and just kind of like always come back with things. So I wasn't happy okay, wait, with Wait, what did you just say? Them. I like that little phrase. You said she listened. Listened to respond, not to understand. There you go. Where'd you learn that? In From school. mommy? Oh, actually at, at my college. No, that's good. I'm just, <laughs> I was joking. I didn't tell you we that. Have, so what... We have like um, in some of our classes and in the musical right now, we have these community guidelines that we create in order to kind of create like this like safe slash brave space is what they call it too. Um, And it's something it's like these like kind of like agreements that we have that um, we all create together and we all agree on and what we try to do. So like when we have discussions and stuff about hard topics we try to listen to understand not to respond um okay i love that and it reminds me of my be moderate real that i wrote about my reflection when i said that we are we have become very uh like we are intent to respond oh yeah oh yeah react react instead of being intentional about our reaction like we're so just like, oh, God, let's react. So your little statement reminded me of that. Like, why don't you just listen to understand? That's very true. Listen to react. Yeah, exactly. I think a lot of people just like really jump to being defensive, like wanting to yes. be right, like yes. stuff like that. And um, it's natural, but um, I don't think that was the greatest way that they communicated Avon and Rachel. And I think that's why they got into this stuck point where – they were just yep. bashing heads and they weren't listening to each other and they um 
we're talk pretty much talking in circles. I feel like I don't. Yes, no, I know because I, it was a but, super simple misunderstanding slash miscommunication that could have been worked out very fast if they were giving each other grace um, and sure. trying to find a compromise rather than you know. A hundred percent. Just I'm just surprised that they want and believe. I'm just surprised that everything imploded. Do we want to have Phoebe before she leaves comment a little bit about the Gabby Eric fiasco? I was just gonna say, um, I think it's really funny um, when they do home when they do like visit the family, and it's always like a checklist, like that the family asks, like, like all right. First of all, are you in love or falling in love? Second of all, yeah. like how much how much do you care? Like how much do you care about my kid? I really think it's funny. Yeah. That's just like a little like bachelor like thing. Um, yes, I was gonna say. Also, I thought I heard Rachel ask Tino or Avon, "Do you feel sweaty today?" But I, but I feel like maybe I misheard it. But I was like, "What the heck?" That's probably then, what she said because she saw all the sweat. I said Tino's jumping up and down since he's the only guy. And then, yeah, lastly about Eric and Gabby. I mean, honestly, it's kind of the same situation. I mean, I honest like it's just similar that they both really want to get engaged and. Eric said something where he was like, all odds are against us or something. And I was confused because I was like, yeah, that's not true. I was like, I think he was was being dramatic. Yeah. He was like, all odds are against us here. And like, I do think like it's a little confusing maybe for Gabby because Eric like is so into her and like they've probably had conversations where they're like yes like you're the only one here and like I want to be with you but then he like out of nowhere says things like like when he pulled her and she got really upset last time and he was like I just feel like weird about you being with other people um Mm -hmm. it kind of felt like similar vibes where he just they were on the balcony like caressing each other and he was like I just want to date you and she was like yeah like I feel like it just comes out of nowhere a lot for Eric and um yeah I just feel like it was interesting. I do think that they're going to end up together just because I feel like Eric would be more likely to be like, not more likely, but I feel like Eric would be like, like sure or something. Like, I don't know. I feel like it's interesting, but I'm not team Tachel, um, Reno, if you will. Um, Ew. Reno. How about Richino? <laughs> <laughs> Ah, <laughs> <laughs> Regino, I like that one the best. And I thought that's that hilarious. Jesse was absolutely hysterical in these episodes. So that's all I have to say. And I agree, you guys. I'm just gonna mute because I'm gonna change my outfit. I do not like this skirt with this shirt. Um, what? I feel like it just. We literally adorable. were just complimenting you. I know. I know. She looks like such a fierce biatch. No, and she's I'm just not here. feeling confident, so I'm gonna change. But. Okay. okay. You yeah. got to dance. You got to figure out your right dancing um, for Taylor Swift. Yeah. A Jesse quote that I wrote down was right after, um, I guess, Rachel and Avon went through the whole breakup, whatever. They flashed back to, you know, like the live sequence where Rachel was on the couch and they were like, they were both on the couch. And Jesse was like, Rachel, I don't even know what to say. And I just thought it was really funny. Wait, who said that? Jesse said that to Rachel. Oh, After yeah, they right. watched so, oh, right. the breakup oh, right. Oh, between right, them. Right, 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 right. Exactly. I thought that was funny. Exactly. Um, he is funny. Sh- yeah, I mean, should we talk quickly about Gabby and Eric? Yeah, I, this is what I want to get. This is what I want to ask you guys about the Gabby-Eric situation. Yeah. I'm wondering, because again, this is highly edited. We know all this. I'm wondering about the theme 
of Gabby, where basically, uh huh, this is what Me they dwindled it down to. Rachel's theme is. I need a perfect proposal about a guy who wants me, who wants to say he's in love with me and all this stuff. And if I don't get it, this journey sucks and has failed. Gabby's storyline is, am I too broken to be loved? Right? Mm -hmm. That she has said many times. What Mm -hmm. is the problem? Mm -hmm. And what, what happens to her, what her trigger, pain body trigger is to me, is that if a guy has any sort of little doubt or just Mm -hmm. something that's a little different, she automatically jumps to this always happens to me yeah and yeah and so the yeah. fact that eric just said listen i just i want to date you i want to whatever she's just like am i too broken to be loved and it's yeah like, and I she's just like no one like, wants to commit yeah and i just think that both of these yeah. these women are are kind of uh, painting themselves inside a box or whatever you say trapping themselves inside this sort of box this story okay this is the other thing that eckhart said last night Okay, it's like, I don't know if you can get this, Claire or Phoebe, because you guys are so young and this isn't where your head is at, but whatever. It's like, who am I without my story? The story I tell myself that I am, right? Because we all have this narrative. We have these truths, right, about Mm -hmm. ourselves. And for Gabby, the story that she has now created about herself is I am unlovable because I went through stuff with my mom. I am unlovable. I mm-hmm. am too broken. I am too da da da. And that's her story. So there is a woman without that story. There's a being that exists without that story. But she wants to continue to reinforce that story in every interaction that she has. And so I think we all have those voices in our head that tell us things that aren't necessarily true. So what do you think about that? Yeah, that's interesting <sighs> and scary. Why? Because like... We are the story we tell about ourselves. Like, like what? <laughs> what I'm saying is, yeah, I mean, like, like we are our experiences. And I don't no, even, course, but, I don't no, even understand, course. like, how we could be someone without that. <laughs> No, that's true. That's I true. Know. We are our experiences. I know what you're saying. I don't want to freak you out. But what I'm saying is at a certain point in life, we have to change the story if it's going to hold us back. Mm-hmm. So what I'm saying is Gabby might need to let go of this story she's told herself that she is too broken to be loved. Do you right. see what I'm saying? Because I mean, that's yeah. the story that's keeping her. Okay, Bye, Phoebe, what else do you want to say? Just tell me really quick. Do you vote for Gabby and Eric to stay together? Yes or no? Yeah, I do. I do. And Rachel and Tino? No. <laughs> Will there be an engagement next Hi. week from Tino to Rachel? Yes or no? No. Will there be one from Eric okay. to Gabby? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Have fun. Okay, Sing bye. one song all like, too well. Sing one like line. I love it. You look so cute. But take Let off. Go. Um, Claire, you might be weird? too hard. Can you? Is Will you weird? sing all too well really You're quickly? You're going to be so late cute. for Taylor. Okay. Love you. Bye. Sing it. Bye. Mom, I miss you. I can't leave the session. It's not letting me leave. Bye. I know. Just quit the browser. We already went through this. I love you. I love you. Oh, she's gone. Remember last time we already went through that? And she was like, I can't leave. Um, Claire. Okay. So so beautiful. (laughs) Thanks. But that's all I mean about the story. Excuse me. The story that you need to 
if if you're telling yourself a story that's holding you back, Please. yeah, I get only, that. You're the only person that can change the story. Yeah, like and do you I see mean, what I'm saying? Yeah, and um, it really like really it's interesting because obviously, I mean, people are complex. Like yes. she um, obviously feels. Um, um, like she deserves love, like on a level because she's going on these shows and she's finding people and whatever, but she has these, like, obviously these moments where it's brought up and she kind of freaks out, which is totally normal. I feel like, and it, and it does suck. And she does have to change that narrative for herself, which is easier said than done. Right. Um, 100% easier said than done. But, I mean, I don't know. I, I think, I don't I don't know if I love Gabby and Eric's dynamic. Like, I mean, I just feel like, I don't know. It's hard not to compare their relationship with her and Nate's, you know? Um, yeah. And I just think, like, I don't know. If, if I hadn't seen her and Nate together, maybe I would be like, oh, yeah, her and Eric. But just the way that she was with Nate, like, yeah. I don't know. It's And the way that she talked about him and, like, the way that it's, like, you could tell. Like, I don't know. Like, the she was like, I know that I would fall in love with your daughter because... I know how much she's probably like you. Right. You know, like, it's, it's just like you, it's just like, I, that was it. Like, I don't know. I just, I, I, know, I really the, feel that with them. And the, right. And the, what held her back? Her story. Uh-huh. The story of herself. I'm scared. I will be a bad mom because I didn't have a good role model. It's like, that is a story she's going to tell herself whether she's pregnant yeah. or whether it's a kid or whatever. I mean, I'm just saying like, if that's the truth, I mean, granted, yeah. everyone's ready to jump into being a mom. So I get that. Uh-huh. But I'm just saying like, I do think that yeah. she's, what I'm starting to see from Gabby is a woman who is a little chained by her story. That's it. Like Mm -hmm. at some point she's got to take that story, write it on a piece of paper in a bottle and throw it into a river. Like goodbye, because it's like, it's not going to serve her is what I'm saying. It's not going to serve her that that thing that I am too broken to be loved. And I get it. It's hard to do, but I think she needs to start doing things like writing it down and getting rid of it. Literally. Yeah. You know? Yeah. That's a good idea. (laughs) You should tell her. I think I will, Gabby. Um, but anyway, I am really conflicted about whether they're going to stick together because of what you I just don't said think about they Nate, are. You know? I really don't think her and Eric end up together, and I don't think Rachel and Tino end up together. And if they do end up proposing, I think they are going to break up. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I kind of can't imagine them with the people that they are left with. I think Rachel has really weeded out the good people <laughs> and ended yes. up with not uh so great and i think it just so happened that rachel i mean that gabby um just ended up with this i i don't know i mean i don't think i'll ever stop thinking about her and nate and i really hope that one day they will get together and she'll get over her fear um and realize that maybe they can date without her um feeling like she has to jump right into being a mom like right away. I don't know. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, I mean, I, 
I just don't. I I'm kind of not feeling it with her and her and Eric. It feels very hot and cold. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which isn't I stable. He, I think he provides some. I, you know what? I think she loved his family. I think that he provides a stability uh-huh. that she really enjoys. He feels very stable, and I think she likes that, and she's attracted to it. And I can see her kind of leaning on that a little bit. But I think that if it feels yeah. like unstable or changes a little bit, that's where she's going to kind of get worried. So. Yeah, I, I have and no you know, idea, but I mean, what? I, I was just going to say, and you know, like Gabby said in the talking head, like, I just wanted clarity. I just wanted clarity. Like she was saying yeah. that. And then she got clarity because she was like, wait, you want to date me? Like you don't want to propose. And he said, yeah, I want to date you. And then she freaked out about it, which like granted, like, I mean, it's okay to feel hurt by that and whatever, but. Um, I don't think it was like necessarily correct that she claimed she just wanted clarity because she got clarity and she was upset by it, you know? Yeah, 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 exactly. She She was upset by the clarity. Like she didn't want clarity. She wanted him to say what she wanted him to say. There you go. Exactly. So just say what it is that you want. You know what? I think it's really weird that they have both Gabby and Rachel sitting on the stage because I am looking at their faces and trying to read what's going on. And honestly, I feel like neither one of them are with anyone. That's what I I was going to say that because I was really watching their face and I don't know. I mean, it seemed like they were reminiscing on a time where they were with that person. Doesn't really feel like there's any hard feelings for anyone, but it doesn't seem like they're like, oh, me and my fiance's early days. Like, it doesn't look like they're (laughs) they're totally doing that. And I kind of feel like at first I thought there might be a surprise like the Clayton Susie season or something. But Uh the reality is, is that they've already gone through all the guys. And said their goodbyes. Nate, well, Zach. I, I really, really hoped that it was going to be a Clayton Susie situation with Gabby and Nate. But the way that Nate was crying during the mental all, I was like. Exactly. And granted, anything can change in the flip of a coin. Drop yes. of the hat. Yes, exactly. But, exactly. So I can't believe they're dragging on the end to, to, to this degree. I thought it was going to be I over know. this week. So we've got one more freaking uh-huh. week. Then we will wrap this thing up. But I kind of feel like um, this season we're sort of stuck in our themes and we've talked about everything that really can be talked about. I mean, we've dug deep with sweaty backs and stuff like that, but I don't know. I don't know what else there is to really uncover, unpack. Yeah. Yeah. I mean. But I miss you, Claire. How's rehearsal? I miss you too. Um, Rehearsal's good. I don't know if people care. I think we should probably just stop recording oh sign off okay yeah sure sure let's <laughs> talk about your about our own yeah lives. yeah is there no. anything else about the relationships or anything you want to any other observations uh, from your notes that you want to talk about with this last um, uh, ep on my notes um i i guess like i just also wrote down that like about avon saying i failed And also saying, I'm upset that I wasn't there. I know that we would have gotten there Mm. in terms of like being ready for an engagement. Um, And I don't know, it just made me uh, really sad about um, Avon, like especially him saying I failed because it kind of just made it seem like everything he was trying to do every time he said like he was mad at her for (laughs) asking a specific question like it just made it seem like everything he said was to try to convince her that he wanted to be with her and i believe that he wanted to be with her like he convinced me 
but he couldn't convince Rachel. And like when he said, I failed, I was like, I really did feel bad for him in that moment because I did think that was her bad for, you know, expecting an engagement to the point that she didn't care who it was with as long as she had a ring on her finger, you know? Right. And um, that's what it feels like. And I felt bad for him because I don't know how anyone could believe that he didn't want to be with her forever because he was fighting for her, you know, in through all of her like questions and whatever her doubts and like her, her, like the idea that he let her family down, her friends and family down. Like she was so caught up in all of those and he was fighting for her to get past that and fighting and fighting. And she was the one to say it's over, you know? Yep. 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 She couldn't get past it in her own head. Do you feel like in your generation, there's still a lot of talk about this like fairy tale engagement proposal kind of stuff? Are people into that? Um, or are people listening up know. on it? Okay. I don't know. I have no idea. Do you want some sort of fairy tale proposal in your life? What does that mean, fairy tale? I don't know. Just like, oh my God. Like, I don't know, the speech and the. The big, perfect, romantic, like, do you need, what I'm saying is, do you have an idea of how things will happen for you that you are also tied to? Or are you open Um, to how things will unfold? Yeah, I feel like, I don't know, a combination of both. Because, like, really, I've seen some really cute proposals. And I don't want anything, like, big and grand and whatever, like, I don't really care about like big gestures. Like I'm my love language is acts of service. And that's mm-hmm. because when people like put in effort for me, like that's how like, that's like what really makes me feel loved. And so like, if someone was proposing to me and like all I, all I would like, I don't need like, like a big, like, <laughs> like a big, like public gesture. I don't want it to be in, in really in public like I want it to be more intimate but oh what the hell who would do that like some people have done that like over Mm -hmm. the speaker of an airplane and have the whole plane like yeah in like a like I'm sorry like if someone like proposed to me at like like a sports game oh my god that's horrid I literally can't believe that people do that I think that is so the worst thing in the world um, but, you know, I mean, people like it. I, like, for example, like, if they took me to see, like, a show on Broadway or something, and then they, like, proposed on the stage after, I would be so conflicted because mm. they, one, put in effort for me because they know that that's what I love, like, to see a show and stuff like that, and, like, musical theater and, like, being in a theater and whatever, like, I would see that they had good intentions, but I would hate that it was so public and more of, like, a thing that, like, wasn't just for me. It was, like, for everyone to enjoy. Like, I want it to be more, like, special for us, too, and, like, more private and, like, for only me to hear what they say to me before they propose and stuff like that. Yeah, you don't need it to be, like, so, like, in the whole, yeah, the whole world. That makes sense. Yeah, and I talk about, like, Cody Ko and Kelsey Kreppel a lot um, because I love them. Um, And they, 
like their proposal like he just like they have like this house in malibu they're so rich but they have this house in malibu um and like he proposed to like basically there were like roses rose petals and like candles like in their house and um their uh her family and he invited like all her family and and maybe like close friends i don't know and they all sat and they all led her to like the living room with the tv and like they all watched this video of that cody had made for her that's so sweet like of, of their relationship like clips of them and like her favorite song in the background and stuff like that and then they all said or and then the video ended with like meet me down at the beach because they, their house is on the beach and mm. so then all the family stayed inside the house and she just walked to him like more towards the shore and he had like a little thing like just like a little private thing set up and so they had like photographers like in the bushes and stuff but n- no one else was hearing what they were saying to each other and they were all kind of watching from afar but then like they could all come back like they could come back afterwards and celebrate with their family and stuff and i thought that was like so perfect because like that's a good combo he really like put in like the effort to make it special for her he invited he made sure that all of her family was going to be in town like you know and he invited all of them and told all of them and told them to keep it a secret and he made this video with her favorite song and you know yeah that's so nice you know i don't know so I feel like that kind of effort, like to make it so personalized and like special and intimate and also with people that I love. But if you had the right guy and you knew you had a good relationship and they effed up on the proposal, would you be upset? (laughs) Like, that's so hard. Deal breaker. Like bad proposal, so no. The answer. Well, like, what does that like? What does bad proposal mean? Doing it at a sports game, even though you don't want it to happen there. I honestly think it would be a deal breaker because, really, (gasps) if you if you don't know me at that point in our relationship where you want to get married to me and you don't know that you don't know me, nah. Like that is a problem. That's a huge problem. That's a huge problem. Because it's worse than having an awkward fantasy suite evening. It's not even just that, like, because it's different from the idea that I have in my head. Right, right, it's right. Just it's just like the so off base. Yeah, they full on, like, just don't know who I am at that yes, point. Exactly. Like, it's they like, don't know my me. name is Claire. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I think you think you've been dating somebody that I'm not. Right, exactly. Like, gotcha. or like, I've told you all these things about myself and you haven't been listening. And like, right, you don't exactly. care to listen or yeah, something yeah, yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. That would be wild. <laughs> oh my goodness. Well, I really hope that I am in somewhat involved or at least get to celebrate your propo- your engagement at some point in life. I will, if I'm not there, throw you some sort of engagement party that you would like. Oh. And definitely a bridal shower or whatever. Aww. So, You're going to be you my know. maid of honor. No! Just kidding. I can't be. <laughs> what? You can't? No, the mother can't. Wait, what? Who made friend. those rules? Mother. Who made those rules? The wedding fairy. What? <laughs> really? I I highly doubt that. Do you remember when you wanted to know who your tooth the tooth fairy was? What who yeah. your tooth fairy was? We just talked about that, right? You're yeah. like show me your tell me who yeah. your name. Yeah, What's yeah, your yeah. name? And draw me who a picture. Who was your tooth fairy? Do you remember? Belinda. Yes, Belinda. 
And I said, draw me a picture of you if you can. And it was just the tiniest little like stick figure with wings. <laughs> it was so good. Who wrote that? You? What are you talking about? Belinda did. Well, I was sort of wondering if it was dad, maybe. I don't remember. Did dad do anything? <laughs> yeah, yeah, of course. Of well, course. I mean, like, I in remember. terms of, like, the writing stuff. Oh, I don't know if he did the Belinda. Maybe he did. I don't know. We'd have to look. And, and Because I was kind of. I did it. Oh, okay. I was low-key getting dad energy from it. Okay, it might be dad. It might have been dad's little stick or, figure. Or Santa. Sure. Like, who, like, I don't know. It had to be, like. What? <laughs> what? We have children that listen to the show. Really? <laughs> they should not be watching Bachelorette. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. We can talk later about Santa. We Santa exists. That's a bigger thing. Santa, I believe, and Santa lives in the north on the north in the North Pole, and he does oh, yeah. all of his own tagging of gifts. And we can and we can track him on the Santa Track Santa website. Norad. Yes. Um. Okay. And well, Elf I'm on excited. the Shelf. Yes, the Elf moves by himself. All that stuff. All the magic. Hi, Ames. Ames loves magic. Oh my gosh! Like witchcraft? No, just just holiday magic. Um, Me too. Just kidding. Yeah, oh no, I know we do. Oh, she doesn't. Joking. Yeah, yeah. I was just talking. She'll maybe she'll chuckle at this. Anyway, okay, everyone. Um, it has been a wonderful week of an hour of reuniting on yep. BNN. Yeah, and we are nearing our fifth season, nearing the end. We have one more episode, or so tune in next week. But for now, we hope you enjoyed this little romp through Rachel, Gabby, Love Lane, mm-hmm. and um, rate and review us. Tell your friends and spread the word that Bachelor Nation newbies still exist. What? Yep, there? and I can't believe that i said last week join us next week for the finale so i'm sorry guys i i totally we we all thought all three of us thought that it was that this week was the finale and i heard jesse palmer say join us next week for the finale on september 20th i was like oh my god jesse ridiculous what the another tuesday night because monday night football's Mm -hmm. already started it's crazy yeah fall is here football's in the air and so is love but not for gabby and rachel We'll see what happened next week. Okay. Because I love you, Claire. Just kidding. Yes. God, if only they deserved it. If they deserved (laughs) love, Jesse has said there's no one more deserving, and Mm -hmm. yet they can't find love. Damn. Damn. All right. So, what should we say? I think there's nothing else we can do to go out on this week except Nate, 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 Nate. Aw. That just makes me sad, though. We love Nate. Love you, Nate. All right. Bye, everybody. Okay, Okay, bye-bye. Tune in next week. Thanks for joining in. Bye.